So today I'm at Mother speaking to the ECD um, Anna Ballerin. Anna's had a very successful career climbing the ladder from intern to ECD in just 10 years. She also holds the role with her creative and life partner, um, Hermeti Ballerin. So I'm interested to find out how they juggle as a duo the same job and bringing up their son. So welcome to Pro Mum. Thank you. Happy um, to be here. <laughs> so um, just tell me a bit about how you've like kind of climbed the ranks because it's obviously very impressive that within 10 years you've gone from intern to ECD like what's that journey been like I don't know it's just it was just uh, natural I think it's a career the same way people start placements in one agency and then go on to the next and then move on to a third or a fourth or a fifth we just decided that here was the right place to be and uh, we love the the agency, the culture of the agency, the work that it's done before us and it's done after we've arrived. So there was never a reason to leave. We never felt a reason to leave and it just felt felt like family and that's why we stayed and that's why we're here today. Yeah, that's like really nice, I can imagine, to have that like natural fit straight away because so many people do kind of go through their first agency and then go like oh you know what I've had enough here but to feel like no I feel really feel at home and feel like I can make the kind of work that I want to make right from the beginning is is brilliant yeah and we I never had anything to compare it with because apart from placements in a couple of agencies before here I never worked in anywhere else so everything I know about advertising about the industry about creative industry I knew I, I learned here. If you don't mind me asking, was you and uh, Hermeti a couple when you started as interns or? Yes, we were married uh, before we started working together. Okay. So yeah, the relationship came first. Okay. Yes. And how have you found, well, obviously very well because you've managed to get up to ECD, so. Yeah, that is a question we get asked a lot. How yeah. do we work together? Uh, because some people say, most people say, I could never work with my partner. It and it just comes naturally. I think we always, when we started working uh, as a team, we always said the relationship would come first. So yeah. if anything started going <laughs> wrong, uh, at that end, we would uh, quit the partnership. But it just, like people adapt to everything. So yeah. naturally, it just all fell into place. And one interesting side effect, after a while, all our arguments, and still today, most of our arguments are all about work and uh, never about the relationship. (laughs) So, yeah, it's it's been great. And and people find it uh, unusual because I guess in the industry there aren't many, although there are a few. If you d- dig deep, you, you, you'll find that there are, there are more than you expect that teams that are, are, are uh, a couple in real life or outside the industry too. But in other, you know, places, there's lots of shops that are, or small businesses that yeah. are owned by families and that have couples and yeah. working together. And nobody seems to find that. Unusual. so different or unusual so I guess it's the same same applies here yeah. I almost feel the opposite so I've got a creative partner who's male Elliot and um, we a lot of the 
other guy girl teams that we've met um, are couples, and so actually we get the opposite. They're like, "How can you work together and not as, be a couple?" And not be a couple, and we're like. We're more like brother and sister. But it is like a marriage, any creative team, uh, regardless if they're a couple or not in real life. It is like being in a marriage, I guess. Being in it, yeah. yeah. Because you spend so much time with them, like day in, day out, more than you would. More than you would with your life partner. Did you always know that you wanted children, or not? Not really. Uh, it's I, I. I was never one of those women who have set in their minds that they they do want children above all everything else. Um, no. So the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so if so, there wasn't like um, you didn't get to a point where you felt like oh, I think I might want children. But in order for me to have children in this industry, that I need to change my behaviour in a certain way, or yes, I think there was there was a lot of. If I wasn't working in this industry, I would probably, again, I never know, but I would yeah. probably have had kids earlier. Yeah, because there is the feeling, not just for, for me, but for Hermetti as well, because it it is disruptive when you have a child, of course, and that for a certain period of our careers that we didn't want it to to change. We yeah. are like, okay, let's keep doing what we're doing and maybe now is not the right time to change it. So I guess there was a little bit of that. There was a bit of uh, postponing, but it was never, we never sat down and talked about it, I guess. Yeah. It's just something that was there in the air uh, both of us knew that it probably wasn't the right time until it was and yeah that's that's how it happened I guess. <laughs> um so from there did you um what would you say would you say like you have a particular schedule for instance that really works for you in terms of balancing being an ECD and having what um, changed I guess we had a very uh, convenient it was very convenient that we we were a couple working together before we had a baby because if we had to you know travel together for work go on shoots we'd always be together there if we had to work late nights or weekends there would be no one at home waiting uh, and that was excellent because, you know, you're, we, we were always together and uh, the work didn't get in the way. Uh, and then once you have a baby, it's the worst being <laughs> yeah. uh, working together uh, because we kind of both needed to be in the same place at the same time. So there's no one home to, to watch the baby. Yeah. Uh, so the biggest change, I guess, we are both very aware now of, of 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 getting things done. So the biggest difference now is that we've become very strict about uh, the time we end and the time we go home. So you rarely ever see us, either of us here, uh, after six, whereas before we would always... We wouldn't do late, late hours, uh, because as, as an agency we avoid doing that. I don't think that is the way of... A healthy way of working 
but you always stay a little bit longer, you know, chatting yeah. or there's a meeting that extends uh, a little bit longer. And now we're really, really strict about going home at six, at least one of us. But most of the days, both of us uh, really manage to go home at six, which is probably the biggest practical change that we, we, we've, we've made. And, and of course, if we can, if we don't have, you know, meetings uh, that require us to be here, we'll try to work from home when possible. It's not, it's rare when, yeah. <laughs> when it happens, but we try to take every opportunity we have to, 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 to do that. Maybe a, a quiet Friday, perhaps, or something. Yeah, it's never on a <laughs> no, Friday, no, though. No. <laughs> no. Um, and so, at the at the time, did you take your full maternity leave? Because it's, it's only a year ago. Was it just it, over a year ago? It was in 2000, end of 2015. So, okay. I took uh, ten and a half months. Okay. Um, which is, uh, I think, was a good... A good period it's of time. A good amount, yeah. yeah. Um, I went. Of course, before I left, I thought I'd be back in six months, and I. Um, but then you have the baby, and it ev- everything changes. You 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 don't know what you you know you don't know what to ex- expect, like you said. Um, so yeah, I, I think ten and a half months. The biggest, um, I guess, the what drove most of my anxiety while I was on maternity leave is uh, getting my childcare sorted and uh, when once I did that and then I felt okay now I can plan and feel comfortable going back and staying for a certain period of time yeah. but I think and I uh, talking to to women and to to mothers and parents in general I think that is the biggest source of uh, of worry and anxiety when you're in maternity leave it's like okay w- what am i going to do with the baby <laughs> yeah, yeah who can, who can <laughs> who, I give exactly who, who, who and whatever whatever it is that you decide in the end is it uh, uh you know leaving them in a child mind or a nursery or a nanny or parents or or family or whatever the the arrangement is i think once that is sorted and then you can finally switch back into into work mode yeah. and, and finally feel comfortable um coming back um, and so what arrangement did you decide to go for we well ec- explored several options apart from the family one of course because yeah. we we don't have any family here unfortunately i'm very jealous of my my brother and sister who have my mum. Yeah. <laughs> Your anxiety would have gone exactly. straight away. Yeah. <laughs> but we ended up having uh, a nanny also because of the language. We wanted him to learn how to speak Portuguese uh, okay. before he did English. So we we yeah, we have a, an amazing uh, nanny that speaks Portuguese with him. So That's amazing that yeah. you found someone that yeah. was able to do that. Was that quite a lengthy process or...? Uh, it, it, it was, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't lengthy, but it's always like so emotional and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and difficult, but yeah, it, it all worked out better than we imagined in the end. So yeah. thankfully. And how did you find like coming back to work? Did you find that hard to start with or? Yes, I, I found it quite challenging. Um, naively before I, I went on maternity leave, I just thought 
it would be like, I don't know, taking a, a sabbatical yeah. you know, and being away for a while. And then you come back and you pick it up from where you left. Uh, of course, it's n nothing like that. And it took me a good six months to get, I think, my head around it again. Yeah. Just the pace of it, because you're at home and everything happens in, in, in intervals of one hour or two, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then you come back and everything's happening. Like every 15 minutes, the, your, uh, the conversation changes and you're in a new meeting. Uh, but I found myself taking lots of notes in the beginning and having to refer back to them. Uh, so I, I, I found it was harder than I thought it would be. Uh, and I don't know if it happens to, to, to most uh, women because you don't talk about it I guess before you go, uh, well, which we're trying to change now, but you don't. Uh, uh, yeah, I never thought about asking anybody how it would be when yeah. when when I, before I, I left. I read a lot about women who say that they go on maternity leave and they come back and they're like they're better at prioritizing and they're better at negotiating and they're better at this and they're better at that. And for me. Nothing of that worked. I was hoping I would come back and I'd be a much better <laughs> professional. But actually, it was just the same. So I, I envy those women. <laughs> because I was just, yeah, the same. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's probably there, but you just probably didn't realise it. You're being probably. Quite, probably being too hard on yourself, like most women. I found, yeah. I, yeah, maybe. I've, I found things like I'm probably more patient and I empathize and sympathize more with situations in general but what I really wanted was the prioritization <laughs> <laughs> but then the fact that you're saying that you're having to be more strict with your time is yeah. the prioritization so that's good um and I get was when you was on maternity leave as well was it um did you ask um Hamiti like what was going on or did you just go like no you know what I'm on maternity leave I don't want to know or oh no yeah absolutely he tried to I guess to not take a lot of uh of work home but we've always you know because of the uh, the nature of our setup we're always talking about it's impossible not to talk work, about yeah. work or avoid it so we'll we ended up yeah and out of curiosity as well I didn't want to cut ties completely it wasn't no. it's like it's it's part of my life yeah, you are. Um, and it was uh, I was also lucky that I was invited the year that I was in maternity leave I was invited to judge five industry awards which was a nice way of keeping in touch without the the pressure of having to do work but I felt like I I wasn't completely out of the out of the scene because I had it yeah. in, in the best way possible because I couldn't you know just look at this amazing work that other people had done and <laughs> feel like I was part of it somehow. Um, so it was it it, it was, I didn't cut uh, ties with work at all. That's good. And so when you went to that judging, how was that? Because you took your son with you, didn't you? Or? Yeah, I took him uh, for. On three, so I on, in February when he was just little, I was invited to judge create a list for creative review, uh, and then I did DNAD a few months later, and then Can, and for these three, I 
took him with me uh, to the judging day or days or whole week in Cannes. Uh, he was breastfeeding, so and exclusively breastfeeding at the time, so he needed to be close to me. And yeah, so it was it was interesting experience to have uh, him being brought to me in the in in the judging yeah. room during the breaks to 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 be fed. Um, how did how did other people around you like respond to that? Was it? I was quite anxious about it beforehand, but then nobody really, really noticed, I guess, or or it wasn't a big deal, yeah. which which was great, yeah. uh, because you you make all these theories in your head, and you know it's like oh what it's what's going to happen, and how's it going to be in the day, and there's not going to be enough time, and obviously people are super accommodating. Uh, and it just like when I think the jury manager in Cannes um, some of the people were stressing about it some of the people that were organizing and then she just said guys it's just breastfeeding it's like normal which was great for me yeah. at the time so like yeah that's it's amazing but it was yeah it was quite a full-on experience uh, when I wasn't breastfeeding I was expressing in the <laughs> in the toilet <laughs> in between judging sessions but yeah. yeah, very, very full on. Because judging is like really, like I've sat in on judging, watching other people judge, if that makes sense, um, in LIA. And it's just like you just have to watch so much, don't you? And be like, it just drains all your energy. Um, yeah. So be, to be able to do that and then obviously still then like tend to your son in between. And yeah, I think it was for most, uh, especially during the can uh, judging, was Hermeti because. He had to stay with him in the hotel room from 7 p.m. when everyone was partying outside yeah. and he is in this room with the baby. Uh, but he, he survived it. I doubt he'd do it again. But yeah, <laughs> oh, we all survived. Slash as well, your son is probably going to be like a creative by the age of five at this rate. Let's he's see. gone to the award show, so that's brilliant. Um, so... Would you say, um, even though obviously you do work together and obviously that's... Would, would you say now you've had a son that um, everything's still equally shared, like, between the two of you? We do. We do share everything as much as we can, depending on the phase. You, our son, he's really attached to me for one stage, so yeah. naturally I'd have to yeah. <laughs> be closer to him. But... Uh, by principle, we just we just share everything. There isn't, uh, you know, I won't go if I have to stay here longer for a meeting. I'll stay in Hermeti, go home, or vice versa. There isn't a preference, uh, yeah, a, a natural preference, or going on on business trips. And when he was uh, younger, of course, Hermeti would then take those if he had to stay like three or four days away. Yeah. But now it's yeah we. We, we'll just share share equally so yeah that's good and do you um has there ever been a point where because obviously sometimes an idea is your baby and you want to see that to fruition is there ever been a point where you've kind of had to go i really want to work on this one and can you look after the baby and and then he's gone i really want to work on this one can you look after the baby or um or, as, I guess the other way as well, sometimes you might go, I'll look after the baby, I don't want to take this meeting. Like. 
Uh, I guess I guess both of those cases might have happened. <laughs> I don't remember specifics, but I'm sure they 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 did happen in the past two years. <laughs> we won't specify which ones uh, you decided to chain the baby for yes, for the client yeah. reasons. Um, so I've heard that you do like monthly meetings for mothers at mother. Yes. <laughs> um, what? Where did that all like come from? So yeah, it started after I came back from maternity leave because I found it quite challenging. Yeah. So I wanted to sit down. It started uh, because I wanted to hear from other mothers who had recently come back from maternity leave what they felt, if they had felt the same thing that I had, and uh, if yes, what could we do, you know, to improve yeah. uh, the return to work, which is quite important. So it started like that, almost like a. a, a a research group, if if you like, and then we did a, a a couple, and then said, okay, I have all the information I need to to change and to 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 make things differently, and from then on we meet up once a month. But there's no there's no agenda, or it's just like have a a cup of tea or coffee yeah. uh, in the morning before uh, we start to work and. It's uh, it's we we're, we're not a big agency, so it's a smallish group. So it's yeah. no, it's very informal, and it's just talking about. It could be anything. Sometimes it is about kids, and some sometimes it, it it's not. And ultimately, I guess the aim is it to become parents uh, meeting, not just mothers. Yeah. But at the moment, that's how it started. One thing that we. we we did when I went on maternity leave. There were five of us going at the same time or okay. s- in similar times. It's amazing. <laughs> and we did. Uh, we started a, a WhatsApp group, and which is which was amazing at the time. And we c- continue that. And I thought that that is a, a thing that yeah to help being you know. Because obviously you have WhatsApp groups with your NCT mums or your friends or your yeah. family. Nice having the mother one because everyone like knows what you all understand like I exactly. guess each other's jobs and yeah. things like that as well. Because I think a lot of people don't even understand this job a lot of the Absolutely. time, do they? So yeah. some of the NCT mums who might be yeah. doing more of a nine to five. Uh, yeah, I get where you're coming yeah. from. Um, so, was there anything like you said that you in those first few meetings you quite quickly was like, oh, there's some things that we need to change. Was was there anything? In there wasn't that? anything uh, huge. I, it was just small things. You know what the type of communication uh, that you have while while the woman's on maternity leave. The, the what to do better when they come back. In terms, it, it was more like more adding more. Uh, I hate to say touch points because that sounds very formal, but just having, you know, more chats, okay? So someone checks in with them after a month or after three months and just to say, are are you doing okay? Do you need anything? Uh, So it wasn't anything uh, super formal and and we all had... uh, a little bit of training on maternity rights and all, all that. That's okay, like that's basic, yeah. basic stuff. But all the managers um, did that, and I think well, now we're we're better prepared to 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 welcome mothers back. Yeah. 
uh, and we, we we did I guess before do it, but it was you know not I guess it was down to the line manager that was receiving the mother back. It was down to their ex- the expertise and or like how they dealt with the situation, and. Of course, some people are more nurturing than others, and so like some departments, I, I guess, got a, a better, a better treatment than others. Yeah. And in in some departments, there had never been uh, uh, a woman going on maternity leave, so it was just yeah, making sure everyone's aware of what happens and and what to do when when women come back. That's, yeah. yeah, that's really good. Because uh, actually, with the touch points thing, that's like a really yeah. interesting point. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, if you're at home and you've got that anxiety about work you kind of by having a touch point of someone at work just going like how are you this is what's going on here I guess it kind of erases that because it's like oh they do still remember me I am still valued as an employee just because I'm not there it doesn't mean yeah you know I'm, I'm undervalued absolutely because you have uh when you go on maternity leave people women who have gone will notice and uh women who haven't will probably not have heard of it but what's called uh keeping in touch days so okay. you're you're allowed uh 10 keeping in touch days when you're on maternity leave and it's for exactly that so you know if you want to come for i don't know a christmas party or if you want to come because your client um your you know your client who you have a relationship is coming into the agency and they really would love to see you and you have the choice to come in and in and sit in a meeting or, or for whatever reasons uh, you can choose to, to, to do 10 of those uh, and a lot of uh, the women I spoke to were like oh yeah I'd like to have done those 10 keeping in touch days but I didn't you know know how to approach them and I think that that is another thing that we're we're getting better at like you know offering them or being like okay if you do you want to do this? Do you want to come to that? But obviously, without uh, putting pressure. any pressure, yeah. yeah, there is the whole HR way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite hard because I think from the mother's side of things, they're like, "Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to overstep the mark and that it, way." And then, but then everyone's not at work, sit and they're thinking about them either, and so yeah. it's m- that middle ground. And it's it? having a conversation before you go on maternity leave. So you know, yeah. would you like us to keep in touch with you? Or some women will prefer not to, and say, like, "No, I just want to see you in." one year's time and, yeah. don't, oh, and and others will go like oh yeah maybe in six months time I'll I'll, I'll give you a call and tell you yeah. how I feel and maybe yeah, I can come in for you know this or that or at least the that option is there though because I think a lot of places wouldn't think of that like it's really interesting that from your own personal experience you've mm-hmm. then brought that into the agency because mm-hmm. I was reading like Sheryl Sandberg for instance when she was pregnant she all of a sudden was like, why have we not got maternity car spaces? Like, I'm waddling across the car park right now, heavily pregnant. And she was like, oh, my God, how, why has it taken it for it to happen to me, for yeah. me as a manager to kind of make that happen? But it is through that personal experience that you start to realise. So I think it's really good that you're, like, yeah. listening to um, what I have to say. Is there anything, um, I guess, more recently, would you say there's been any common themes that, people perhaps anxious about going uh going home early yeah. to pick up kids from nursery i think is a recurrent theme yeah. like 
how do you do it? Do you put it in the diary? Do you just tell the team? And and each again, each each parent has their own way of of dealing with it. Some would rather like block the diary and you know that's it. Assume that everyone's gonna didn't see it. Others will just like tell the media teams like I'm not available after this time. I'm 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 gonna go go out. I think the important thing is just like make sure everybody knows and don't apologize about it. You know, you just you have to go back, go home that time for a certain reason. Yeah. You just go and then I don't think anyone would question it as if they know what it's for. You yeah. know, and I think that that's a recurring theme. How do I deal with the going home early without looking like I'm um just going, just going, or, or even like leaving lots of responsibility on on on, on the rest of the team, yeah. uh, team's lap. But uh, each person has a different way of of dealing with it, and I think it's yeah, it's pretty accommodating. And it's not just it's not just mothers. Uh, a lot of fathers do it as well. So I guess it's more mothers, I'd say. Yeah. But I think the more fathers do it, uh, the better it is. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, is, do yeah. you find there's like there's men doing it as well? Or would you say that women feel more like that? Because I think there is, isn't there? Mm. There's just this kind of like you feel you're like I'm really sorry. Is it okay if I do? And it's like you say, you shouldn't have to apologise for yeah. it. Do you think a lot of the time this can be um, that um, actually that self-imposed? like as in women self-impose that kind of on themselves or do you think it does come from like a stigmatism of people around them i think it's i think it's a little bit of both i think there's a lot of guilt involved in yeah. becoming a parent uh so i think it's 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 a lot of that you know guilt of leaving your kid at home to come to work and then guilt of leaving your work uh to go and and take care of your kid yeah. so i think it's either way and uh, there's always going to be a little bit of an element uh of it there but uh, i'm of the opinion that it, there shouldn't be so yeah yeah either way um so have you found quite often that you end up um going home to your son like putting him to bed and then working afterwards or do you kind of a lot of the time say your cutoff point is six and that's, that's no it? most of uh, of uh, of days, I'll, I'll I'll do a bit of that when when it's necessary. Actually, actually, most is a, I guess, when I need to, I'll I'll pick up pick it up yeah. after after he's gone to bed. Um, and I guess the, with our particular setup, we've always talked about work. Yeah. So then, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. it 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 wasn't it, nothing that changed by having a kid. It's like it we do. It's not a, we're we're not workaholics that we just think about work. But it's you know it, it pops into the conversation. So you end up doing work in odd hours. Uh, but I think it's uh, it's something a lot of women find that is the best solution to if they have to go home a little bit early and they still have work to do they'll do an extra yeah. work hour at home or pick up emails and obviously it's not nothing's regimented and you're not counting hours yeah. but we'll, we'll get the job done I guess in, in the, their own time yeah well I guess as well what you're saying like in your situation work continues and it did beforehand anyway I guess with creativity 
it's like Absolutely, you don't you can't yeah. just switch it on it's like if you have a thought and the person's there to talk it through with then why wouldn't you so yeah. I guess would you owe some of that to your like quite quick success because it's you've been able to have that time together and so that kind of for instance when I go home and I'm not I'm obviously no longer with Elliot yeah, I'm, I'm you stop working. Well, well, no, yeah, I but you stop working, discussing. But yeah, I stop discussing. <laughs> I guess. And then I'm, I'm, whilst I could obviously like WhatsApp him or whatever, and sometimes I do. Yeah. Sometimes I'm conscious. I'm like, oh, he, I might want to work, but it doesn't mean he wants to work. Yes. And so, whereas when when you are just at home together, you can kind of like have 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 dinner, and then all of a sudden be like, actually, you know, we was discussing that chocolate bar. What if we done? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think teams that are depending on teams that are very driven they would do that anyway yeah they would stay late and do that here at home so i I don't think it it we worked more necessarily than than anyone else yeah uh yeah maybe we stayed a little bit later than some of the teams just because it was easier to stay yeah. late but <laughs> you had no one calling you to yes, go home yeah yeah I don't know if it has changed my career having a child I think you, it, it changes you as a person of course but I, I there isn't anything definite that I can tell oh my what I do now is or the way I think now is completely different from the way I I did before. Yeah. What would you say is the biggest thing holding women back in the industry at the moment? I'm firing all the big questions at you, aren't I? Mm. Oh well, it's a. I think it's multiple factors. It's the the gender pay gap. Yeah. I think is the biggest because that is what then causes women to you know go out on maternity leave and sometimes not be able to come back because their husbands will earn or their partners will earn more than they do and they find it easier for them to stay at home. In an ideal world for you, what would this industry look like for mothers in five years' time? I think uh, in an ideal world, the industry would be be more flexible I think it's moving towards that yeah. already um, we've had we have a, quite a few people working flexibly now and not just mothers and not just women uh, which is great I think that's just the way it's it's going to end up being uh, everywhere not yeah. just in this industry but uh, the consequence of that I think it will become easier for mothers, you know, to to build their their work lives around their home lives, yeah. and uh, their quality of lives will improve, and of their kids will improve massively as well. Um, so I think it's something that has already started, and hopefully it will just keep uh, improving. Yeah. yeah. Um. And like, so other people that are having the flexible hours here is that just to do like personal projects or just anything? Yes, personal projects, uh, work-life balance, yeah, yeah a variety of uh, of reasons, and some is just to stay at home with with the children. So, yeah. yeah, 
Do you say that you've noticed that people are becoming more confident in asking for that kind of time? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think Too so. much? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's good that people don't aren't afraid of asking, uh, yeah. you know, to, to work flexibly. I think that's it's amazing. So I guess there w- was a time when... Um, people would think that if they did that it would have seen as a, a weakness or unwillingness to, to to work or that they're not committed to, to the company uh, and I think all of that is, is, is going away so yeah, yeah. Um, and if you could give parents that are literally just going back to their career a piece of advice what would you what would you say to them I would tell them to trust their gut and to do what's right for them and their kids and don't feel guilty about it don't feel guilty about going back to work don't feel guilty about working fewer days you know don't feel guilty about going home early don't feel guilty about leaving your kid at home I think it's just that just makes everything worse so yeah yeah no point in being hard on yourself because yeah, you notice do, do you, or have you noticed as well that actually you kind of put this pressure on yourself and actually no one actually cares what you're doing absolutely. they just care about yeah. themselves yeah. and there, there, there is no magic formula you know and what you find when you have a baby because it's such an alien thing it's like you need to learn a whole new skill and profession in 24 hours literally (laughs) sorry and you have to learn as you go along and you find yourself like going googling everything or asking people uh for everything and then you find out a lot of these people were talking about motherhood online uh or in a public forum they're also first-time moms. You know, they don't necessarily know more than you do. Yeah. So you tend... To, I, I found myself, you know, doing a lot of that in the first few months. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. They don't know any more than I do. So I'm just... Might as well just do what I think is right. And I guess that's what the people should do. But you take... It's it's hard. It takes a, a, a while to, for you to feel more confident in, in, in what you're doing and, you know let go of of the, the preconceptions and uh yeah and just learn on the job i guess absolutely is what you have to yeah. do. <laughs> would you say people should take that into um because like for instance with women they say that um men generally will take jobs that um they, they don't feel qualified for and will kind of just like wing it and learn on the job whereas yeah. women are like will only take jobs that they know that they can definitely do so would you say actually taking forward as mothers i think that's a great analogy yeah (laughs) because you do when you become a mother you have to learn at the job yeah that yeah they should that is a transferable skill yeah exactly (laughs) take take that confidence forward and and move it on absolutely um so i'm going to do like a quick fire with you that's okay. I'm terrible at those. So yeah. I say quick fire every, every time, <laughs> and everyone's always like, oh. slow fire, yeah. <laughs> um, and then sometimes I get like such rich information that it's like, no, let's let's talk about this for a lot longer. Um, I already kind of know the answer to this one. You you get home for dinner every day, don't you? Yes. Yes. Um, since becoming a mum, I haven't slept. 
that um, is a true answer. <laughs> would you say, in terms of the sleep, would you say that then affects your work, or do you <laughs> find that you just just adapt? Uh, you adapt, I think. Uh, people, I uh, we have uh, a bad sleeper, so. If I looked at my sleep pattern before I had a, a baby, and I wouldn't believe I would be functioning uh, <laughs> <laughs> on it, but you do, you do adapt. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In terms of holiday and stuff like that, but then yeah. I guess that's always been the case, is it? That we you take just you do together, together yes. and yeah, the agency just has to kind of take care of itself and. Yeah, yeah. We we always. That was always, even when we started, uh, it was always kind of an unspoken agreement that we would take holidays together. Yeah. Uh, and some teams, actually, we have throughout the years a few teams who are quite close friends and tend to holiday together as yeah. well. So we're accommodating <laughs> towards yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Because yeah. have you ever, has <laughs> that ever then meant that? Um, like on a project or something that it's like fallen through or like oh no we've always picked it up even if there you know if we need to check emails from holidays we we always will and we yeah always have and sometimes you need even to like in extreme cases uh, break a holiday to come back for a pitch or 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 something like that so yeah it's never we never had a, a lot of problem doing that and again going back to one of the first points I made we had the understanding other half uh, yeah. that, so it was never a big big drama yeah. when that happens and I guess you can take it in turns as well and yeah, like, absolutely, I'm yeah. staying on holiday this time, see you later <laughs> <laughs> um, being successful means um, having choices I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah. having the choice in the first place yeah. to then be able to get um, and the biggest I feel like maybe I've already asked this but the biggest change I'd like to see in the industry is I'd just love to see more women in the industry in general in all positions so, yeah. Yeah, especially in the creative uh, department was another promon podcast um with anna thank you very much anna for taking time out of your day today um the music on this podcast is called good morning and credit goes to the composer audio binger if you would like to be featured on promon or know someone who would you can get in touch at the promon website